In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to a special deadline day episode of the Glovers Cast. I'm Ian. Looking very disappointed with that introduction is Ben. Hello. <laughs> you okay? I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. And also, as always, Mr. David Coates. I looked approving at that. I think you, did. Yeah. you gave me a nice smile at the I did. Of deadline day, but Ben was. Is is it deadline day? Here we go. It's, it's, it's it bracket player registration. Uh, deadline day. I feel like we're gonna. I feel like the National League as a whole is gonna ham this up. I've seen. I've seen gifts of managers being superimposed on to Harry Redknapp hanging out of a car. I've seen like. Is there crowds we, of people outside Hewish Park with sex toys being waved around and all sorts? I, there's your title. Write that down. <laughs> um, it's, I'm. I'm not having it as a deadline day. Well, what is it then? Well, it's just. It's just a day, Ian. There's just a any other day. A deadline passes. Past, past tense. Um, it's it's not a it's not a deadline day. Okay, How so we can it, sign a player. We can sign a player tomorrow then. Well, we can, but we can't use them until next season. L- listen, can you two stop falling out? Just because <laughs> Ben's mum's not here to separate the two of you, <laughs> send you send you to your rooms again. <laughs> did she have a lovely time staying with you, Ben? She did. Yes, she did. Yeah. lovely time. I'm glad. Anyway, we signed some players, lads. We did. Since we last spoke. Three a couple of them, them unofficially before officially. Well, um, that'll teach you for having a day off, Sam. <laughs> yeah. In tray must have been piled high. Yeah. We're going to talk about the players? Or... Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what the people sure. want to hear. That's the, yeah. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, that's what people want to hear. Yeah. So, which player do we want to talk about first? Callum. Callum experience. Callum Harriet. Um, free transfer after being released from not Gillingham. Gillingham. Yeah. He is available. He hasn't been called up for Guyana. So, he is available during this international break. Right. That's promising. There seemed to be, listening to the interviews with the owner and the manager, a slight discrepancy around his um, his fitness, or certainly the impression of his fitness, because I think Matt Ugler referred to him as ready to go, although he did say he'll be involved in some capacity on Saturday, um, whereas Mark Cooper spoke about um, not needing to rush him back or rush him in, the fact that he hadn't played for a while. I, I, I didn't understand from what Matt Ugler said about Harriet playing for someone, whether he meant like a he's rocked you know, up at a Sunday league team, yeah, or a Gillingham. Um, is it Gillingham or Gillingham? Gillingham, isn't it? Yeah, Gillingham. Uh, you know, I don't know, behind closed doors game because he left Gillingham about a month ago, didn't he? My suggestion would be either one of two things either he has rocked up for a mate's Sunday league team or he's been on trial somewhere. Right. And played like a county cup game or a reserve game for somebody League Two or National League that have that facility to play a reserve game or play a behind closed doors game, maybe on trial. And it didn't quite work out because he said he didn't want to say the team name, did he? Mm-hmm. So he might not want to say the team he'd been on trial with, for example. And then it, the you know the deal doesn't manifest, so he comes here. And he's played a couple of games, but in terms of competitive action, you have got to go back to. January, an FA Cup cameo against Leicester. Um, so it has been a while, um, but I mean, most of these lads are fit lads. I mean, it's match fitness, isn't it? It's not fitness fitness. It's match fitness they'll need. Um, and there's only one way to do that. And that's to play some football. Yeah. Yeah, because you said the same about 
Zander, didn't he? Is it Zeba? Um, from um, where's he come from? Ipswich. Ipswich, Ipswich, isn't it? Ipswich. And it sounds like he's come from Ipswich, not not on loan. He's he's actually signed from them. Because uh, again, Matt was talking about him wanting to prove people wrong and playing with a chip on his shoulder, which suggests that yeah, he's if he's got someone to prove wrong, then that might be Ipswich. Um, his Wikipedia. Sorry. Do you think it might be me who's trying to prove wrong after? My Twitter outburst. I'm going to say you took to Twitter um, to, to, to immediately dampen down enthusiasm, well, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I just... Damping on the fireworks. <laughs> Be less Perkins. Um, Ian, are you on comms on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Are you going to say... San- are you going to... <laughs> are you going to say Sander Siziba's full name? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's full name. Oh, yeah, he has, he has got a very long full name. Go on, Ben, say it. Am I going to have a go? Go and have a go. Oh, apologies to the entire Saziba family here. Um, Xander Zenkozy Dumisul Opiemi Adebayo Saziba. There you go. No, I'm not going to try that. You My know? middle name's Peter. That's... By the time I get that out, he'll have passed the ball and moved on. <laughs> Xander Zenkozy. Xander Zenkozy. Call him Xander. What well, I, I man. I heard Xander <laughs> and I thought short of Alexander. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But actually not. It's Xander Zenkozy. It's from Zimbabwe, isn't he? Uh Ipswich. <laughs> um, yes, according to Wikipedia, he is Zimbabwean. Yeah. There you go. We had a Zimbabwean player before. A um, Benjani Jr. He's uh, of a Zimbabwean heritage. Is he? His dad's from was Zimbabwe, wasn't he? I don't know. So I imagine. Mm-hmm. I I think um, the length of time that Benjani Senior has been in the in the U, well, certainly in in Europe, um, I would suggest that Benjani Junior was born in this country. But uh, yeah, his dad definitely played for Zimbabwe. Oh yeah, he did. Forty-two caps. Here you go. Saziba usually plays as a winger, but can play as a deep-lying playmaker. He's right-footed with his style of play, having positively compared to that of Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, wow, okay. I think he updates right. his own Wikipedia page. <laughs> I, I'm okay with it. So, yeah. <laughs> according to Eddie Chikamhi, who is a senior sports reporter at the Ipswich Herald, I believe. Oh, no, the Zimbabwean Herald. Apologies, oh. wrong Herald. Um, he's tipped for greatness in the United Kingdom. His style of play has been uh, compared to Liverpool and Senegalese star Sadio Mane. At 17, Sazaiba has already made his senior team debut for the English League one side at Twitch Town. He was one of young players coming through the blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, he is tipped to reach the top in England, he says. Um, By whom? Well, I'm just reading. By this man. <laughs> Who is writing club- this? His club said he can come short and link play, but also has the ability to play off the shoulder and run defenders away to create space for others. Xander also has the athletic attributes to beat and commit the opposition. Okay. I like uh, him already. Well, Matt Uggler said, didn't he, today that he's fast. He's rapid. Yeah. Another winger known for his electric pace. He caught oh, yeah. the eye of the Spurs Academy early on in his, in his footballing career. Okay. Are you getting paid by this journalist? For I hope words? so. I, I'm intrigued here. <laughs> Hang on. He compared himself to his to Sadio Mane here. There we go. Um, an ambitious and determined individual, the young speedster, is relishing the future at Spurs. Eventually, he wants to become one of the world's best. Wow. You are welcome, my friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he hopes to eventually break into the Spurs' first team ranks in the coming years, modelling his rise through the academy to that of current Spurs youngster, and former Glover, Shayon Harrison. <laughs> wow. Do you think he was model- scoring a three-old draw at Exeter? <laughs> you you set that by high, Xander, mate. Yeah, yeah. Wow. If well, Callum Harriet's listening, he's going to be annoyed you haven't read his Wikipedia page, Ben. <laughs> sorry, Callum. Sorry, Callum. Shall I move to you? <laughs> well, sorry. should we move on to the other... I was going to oh, say, yeah. this isn't Three Valleys Radio. Let's not just read Wikipedia pages out. Come on. <laughs> this goes out on Three Valleys. I know, yeah. Exactly. Well, they won't listen to us. Well, Are you going to use Kyle's full name? Uh, Callum's full name? Callum Kyle Harriet? <laughs> no. Okay. No. We do <laughs> middle names now. I, I, I think many commentators do middle names. Um, 
international superstar. Okay. One goal in nine caps. Very good. Very good. Hey, look, I mean, his six minutes on YouTube look quite impressive. Well, do. But let's see how 90 minutes of Eurus Park goes, I think, before we yeah. judge too much. Um, the other signing, perhaps not at the end of the pitch we expected, is Miguel Freckleton. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're pronouncing the Bristol-born centre-half, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess if Ali Olbert was uh, Olivia Olbert, then this kind of goes for the territory, doesn't it? Well, we've got we were we were expecting Frank Noblet, weren't we? But well, he's yeah. gone to Torquay, so <laughs> we've got a, we've got to butcher someone, someone's name that is not. Yeah, not not them. No, no. I <laughs> uh, yeah yeah. I went to see Scream Six last night, Did you? and uh, yeah. So people getting butchered is 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 playing on my mind. I was uh, yeah. I woke up at two o'clock, convinced there was someone in my in uh, stood by my front door. It was for yeah. Brilliant. You're going to watch Scream 7 on Saturday afternoon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scream if you want to go faster. Yeah. <laughs> ben, you look like you're reading another Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm down a wormhole. Right. First of all, there is a town in Guyana called Yeovil. <laughs> really? <laughs> right. Which is amazing. Uh, the Oval is an estate in Guyana. Yeovil is situated in between the towns of Jacoba, Litchfield and Chester. Okay. Um, and quick quiz: Can anyone name the other Guyana international to represent the Yeovil Town Football Club? I don't think. Oh, they... was it that lad that we had on loan from Weymouth for a very brief period? Does... No, you're thinking what? of um... the centre half that was that was with us for like a couple of. Um... Whose brother played for Wolves at one point? Maybe. But go on, Ben. What's the answer? The answer is. No, not Zumana Bakayoko. Um, Zumana Bakayoko was... Uh, he wasn't... Don't make him look up more Wikipedia pages. <laughs> I know, sorry. Um, it's it's Keanu Marshbaum. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, I am. No, okay. Well. There you go. Fascinating stuff. Right. Now, yeah. what do we think of these players? Ben's really drinking the Guyana Kool-Aid. Yeah, he must be, yeah. That's, someone might get that somewhere. Lost on me. Whatever it was. Yep. Um, but yeah, so two attacking players, which is good, haven't played um, first team football for a while, which is not so good. So, and a centre half who has played football, I think a month ago was when he left Wealdstone to um, to go back to Sheffield United. And I, I think I read somewhere, and this will probably be on a Wikipedia page, Ben, somewhere if you oh. want to find it. Um, <laughs> is that uh, apparently uh, Sheffield United tried to register uh, Miguel for um, the first team to play in their FA Cup game against Spurs, according to, I think it was like the Sheffield Star or something like that, um, but were unable to do so. So they obviously think he's decent. Um, they refer to him on their official website as coming from the same youth academy that Casper uh, Lopata, who obviously has impressed at Southend um, before leaving them in the lurch, um, uh, did. So one would assume that he's got some some quality and some calibre behind him. And uh, he played in the nil-nil draw for Wealdstone against us. Um, the one... We only draw nil-nil with Wheelstone, don't we? But the one at Hewish Park where Owen Bevan was sent off. But Ian, you don't remember him from that game, am I right? No, I don't remember him. So he obviously has some quality, but uh, Ian doesn't remember it. Well, he must have kept us out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, uh, does that does that take quality? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, you are right. He did try and get. We try. Uh, Paul Heckingbottom says. We tried to give another young player a debut, but we couldn't get a registration done. He, as in the lad, is next in line. So why not? I've never been shy of doing that. He would have been involved. There you go. So if you're going to put him into an FA Cup game against a Premier League team, you've got to think something of him, haven't you? Which would yeah. suggest to me that, uh, yeah, he. although he is not the signing that our supporters would have wanted and probably I would have wanted, I would have rather had a... 30 goal a season proven striker that could hit the ground running but um you know we can't all have what we want can we does that exist? so um does that exist? well exactly yeah yeah i think when we look at uh, and i know there's a question later so i am preempting that a little bit but some of our 
rivals down there. I've already mentioned Frank Nubel, Nuble, Frank Nuble. Um, <laughs> and um, who is it? York have signed Danny Rowe from Chesterfield, uh, are, I think. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Scunthorpe have signed Tip Bennett, the lad who was at Torquay, I think. Also a striker. Maybe at Stockport for a while, Richie Bennett, am I right? Anyway, so other teams... I'm not a Scunthorpe fan. No, other teams below us have signed strikers, but I'm not sure that any of those strikers really strike me as the... I've used the word strike a lot now. I've confused (laughs) myself. Um, As hit the ground running 30-goal-a-season strikers. Am I wrong? Ben told me I was wrong several times on the last podcast, so I... Uh, I oh, when I whoa, to it, whoa! When I listened to it ben, back. Ben's, ben likes to tell people they're wrong. Yeah, he did. He did. When, when, yeah, when I said to him that I thought three at the back worked better for Halifax than it did for us, he said, I don't think it did. Um, and then when I called it a robbery, he said, I don't think it was. So, okay. Tell me I'm wrong again, Ben. Go on. I dare you. Do it. You're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, okay. Right. You are wrong. So, go on. Tell me why Danny Rowe, Frank Nublé, or whatever his name is, Bennett, are 30 goal a season, hit the ground running strikers. Go. I'm not going to, because they're not. <laughs> so I'm right then. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. Um, I, I felt like we needed a front man. I did. A, a proper number nine. Um, even if that was, even if that was a low knee, someone you can sort of have a, a right go at. Um, but it's not to be. We seem to have signed creative players and so the tactic is now if we have strikers with a strike rate of one goal in every 12 chances created we're gonna to have to try and create 400 chances a game <laughs> yeah. so we're just gonna create loads and hope that one of them goes in i mean what did you make of the so there was a rumor in the week wasn't there that aaron jarvis was gonna come up and join and then every time anyone mentioned aqua there was a couple of eye emojis after it. everyone like looking like oh this is happening and we know this is happening etc etc um and obviously at time of recording we haven't had any confirmation that anything's happened um but yeah there was like a couple of rumors floating around that people seem to get behind aaron jobs is a one good year isn't he like this is this has been it, like ten goals. Yeah. Prior to that, he's been a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but I saw someone in response to a question about Aqua. Someone responded with a screenshot of Macaulay Langstaff's stats before last season. Right. But they're not great. They did. They did. Oh right. You mean for Gateshead last season? Yeah, before Gateshead. Oh, okay. Before the season at Gateshead, not a lot of goals. Right. But, you know, we we've experienced this with Paddy Madden, and, and yeah. we kind of we kind of know. I mean, I, I got the impression today from Matt's interview that he wants Mister Griffiths to be the centre forward who gets the opportunities. That's a striker we've brought in on loan to bang him in as such, but we haven't really. I don't, he hasn't been on the pitch yet. Have we ever had a chance to see him? Oh, he came he on. Come on. Come on, Barnet. Barnet. I saw him on the pitch at Halifax. He was just running. Yeah. Half an hour after the game finished. If you don't turn up for training, that's what happens. Yeah. If he misses training sessions, what can you do? Yeah. Um, yeah, don't know. There was a suggestion from Matt that they'd looked at other players. He said he looked quite tired, didn't he? Saying that they'd... Um, looked at a lot of players so i imagine strikers can't have been far from that i mean not stupid are they they'd be aware of uh, of what there is and it sounds like from what they're talking um that there's a bit of a change afoot as far as uh player recruitment is concerned in as much as it sounds like there is a he uh, said numerous people um some of whom are, were not necessarily directly involved in the in the group um were involved in that people with football experience uh, and and then it was asked the question about whether that meant the manager was going to become more of a head coach under their under their stewardship um and he said maybe it does maybe it doesn't uh, so didn't really answer the question but it sounds like at the very least things are Things are going to change. What 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 do you feel about that, Ben, to start with? 
Well, uh, he also said that if the manager didn't want him, want a player, that, him, that, yeah. that he wouldn't have had him. So I don't mind the idea of a scouting network of a pool of people looking at data and at footage and at live games and stuff. But the head coach, the manager, whoever it may be in whatever title you give them, has to have the final say because they're the ones whose jobs are on the line if results don't go very well. So actually, it's all well and good for for Matt to come and say, well, we've got a striker in Rio Griffiths. We've got this person who's going to come in and be involved and all the rest of it. But, you know, it's the manager that will, that will well, it's his neck on the line, isn't it? It's Cooper's neck on the line. If things don't go well, not anyone else's, not a scouting network's uh, decision. So it has to go, it has to be vetted by the manager. But I like the idea of going down a route that Brentford have shown, that a number of others have shown. I think it was AD that's asked about the Brentford model to Matt. And I think actually there's a lot in that because Brentford have been very successful at that for a long, long time. Um, so I have no problem with that whatsoever. But there has to be someone that has the ability to go. I know those numbers look good. And I know you guys are all telling me this is amazing, but this is not the way I want to do things. Don't give me a lump it forward striker. I don't want to play like that. So um, I, I I don't mind it as long as there's a good, healthy relationship between head coach and manager and and then the recruitment unit, whatever you want to call them. I don't mind at all. I think that's it's a it's a forward thinking professional way of doing things, and that's good. Remember, it wasn't so long ago our manager was asking on Twitter if we should sign anybody. This is true. This is true. I think it's just it's one of those things that we're so used. To having so, so used to being we're so used to being amateur and Matt, yeah, but I mean, so used to being having a manager who relies on their contacts to get players in the door, mm. rather than this approach, which you know can work, can't work. I think the one thing that I would, I, I sort of felt the interview started, you know, talking about you know Mark Cooper and. I don't know. I got I got the impression that it feels a bit like see where we are at the end of the season and we might make a change from the way that conversation went. And that's all well and good as long as you don't become Watford. Mm. Yeah, we don't want to become Watford. But he, he, he was also talking about, obviously, we are not clear of relegation and mm. things being different if we did go down. So... But then I think he talked about when when they first arrived, he was, I'm not sure how many percent he was um, behind Mark Cooper. A thousand, I think, was thousand, mentioned today. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm not sure from his answer today that I would necessarily, if it was me, I would feel a thousand percent um, backed by my boss. Um, but equally, Mark Cooper's not stupid, is he? He, he knows. He'll know where he is and what he's doing and what results mean and don't mean so i also think there was like a slip of the uh, just uh the wrong word chosen at well at one point because he said about the manager selecting the team whereas i think it's more about the manager recruiting yeah the players the yeah. team than selecting the team because that you know you re if you were to read that you would think so who's picking the team yeah. <laughs> but then yeah. meaning i'm you know, we're supporting with picking the right kind of player, the right player profile for the club and what we want to do. Devil's advocate, how do we absolutely know it's not the other way around? When Mark Cooper is gone, if we go down, I think I'm done. Well, is Ali? That, that, we, that we don't is, know. And the fact that we've only got one sort of side of it and it, it feels a bit too close to speculation for me going down that, that route right now and I'm, I'm not entirely sure it's relevant right now it might become relevant and we might look back on this in a few weeks in nine games time and go oh, okay there was the seeds that were sown but right now I just think it's not quite there I mean I think the only reason we're talking about it is because of the way that that question was answered today and how it's managers come and go and Yeovil is forever and that sort of thing it just well they do well, yeah, I know that, but it just feels very different from we're a thousand percent behind Mark, you know, three weeks ago. And I think it's relevant because the question was asked. 
But mm. I do agree with you that I think it's relevant because, uh, well, I, 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 it's not that relevant because I think if Mark Cooper felt undermined, he wouldn't be there, would he? Yeah. I think he's got enough about him to, to have walked away if he felt like he was being undermined by the situation. So, yeah, uh, and the, the fact that he's still there says more to me than than, than anything else. And I don't know, I, I mean, we'd, um, uh, we'd obviously heard from Mark Cooper when the deal was being knocked around and it sounded like they'd been talking for a long time. So I'm sure he's very well aware of what their plans are and uh, in the short term, mean term, long term. And like he said today, we just had to get bodies in. And that is absolutely what we had to do, didn't we? Because we didn't have many before last Saturday and then we lost three. So um, now, now we've got even less. Yeah, so obviously, yeah. Edwin Agbaji's gone yeah. back and we've also lost the star man. Woke Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, it, it didn't come out of nowhere, mm. but still disappointing, I think. It is, with the exception of a couple of others, it feels a bit Darren Sahl era over. With the exception of maybe Smith and Williams. Worthington transcends other, because he's been with us a while and been with us in the EFL and stuff. Just Thornton. Yeah, it just feels a bit like that way of going about our attacking, especially going forward, the Sahl era is now over going forward. We've got defensive units that were fantastic under Sal that are fantastic now. Um, but yeah, that's, like you say, it's not out of the blue. I It made me a bit sad because he is a, he's a player, we had a question, didn't we, a few weeks ago, a player that you always root for. And he was one I really, really rooted for um, and really wanted to do well. And I'm gutted that it hasn't quite worked. And it's hard not to look back at the farce that he went through at the start of this season and wonder if whether or not that's just just sapped him of his confidence and sort of stopped him being at his absolute best. It's not a right wing back. Darren Sahl won't play him right wing back. Absolutely no. not. So um, I, I, hope... I wouldn't be surprised if he went to Woking now and um, play games and did well for them. Yeah, and I, it, it's made me more... I, I really hope Woking go up now. <laughs> I really hope they get out of those playoffs. I really, really do. For him, because I think he deserves it. Darren deserves it. Luke Wilkinson and Darren Moss and the rest of it. That group deserve deserved it from that first year, didn't they? From everything we achieved in that first year and everything that group went through. Um, so, yeah, I hope Wilking win the playoffs. You look at um, what Wakefield did sort of last season when we did play him through the middle and he yep. managed to score a few important goals. Yeah. Because Stevenage, think of First game against Weymouth in the FA Cup. Um, Kingsland away, ninety late, 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 late equaliser on it. That's Woking the one I was going to say. Didn't yeah. he score? Was it a Woking? Yeah, yeah, he did. Did yeah, there was yeah. a there was that period, wasn't it, where for about four games running, either he set up Knowles or Knowles set up him. Yeah. Sometimes both in the same game, and it was just those two absolutely running the show. Hard not to look back on those that little era of the Knowles Wakefield axis and think, God, we had something decent there, didn't we? I think as well, though, when you look at how we've struggled to score goals, was it not worth a go? It was absolutely <laughs> worth a go. Through the middle rather than, you know, if we're playing wing backs, absolutely don't play them there. And, you know, when we're playing with two centre forwards, you know, give them a go there. But it just, yeah, I think, yeah, like you said, confidence went, a couple of injuries, was never able to build it back up again. And, yeah, he'll be on that right side with his mate Dan Moss, won't he, for the next few games and maybe cause a few problems I feel a bit sad good luck to him I think that Kings Lynn game that you mentioned to me I think he, he, I, that's the kind of game I remember him for when he came on and just got the ball and just ran at people and yeah. I love players that do that and um, and then that was exactly where his goal came from and Nick to support there and um, yeah yeah I mean he did good for us, didn't he? I mm. think probably that, that goal against Stevenage will be his um the one most people remember him for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Farewell, oh. Charlie. Thanks, Starman. Yeah. But a shame about Agbaji. 
Um, oh, that's gutting. Gone back again. Have you seen the game back? I, I haven't watched the highlight. Is, is the highlights available of Halifax? Yes. Are yes. they? Was it a penalty? Yes. Okay. And did, was it a, the manager talked about it being a horrendous tackle on Agbaji? Did it look it's like not, that? It's not a good one. Right. Okay. He said it was a red card. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen red cards given for significantly less. Okay. Um, did you see um, Matt Ugler's farewell to Agbaji? And we said, see, he said, see you next season, didn't he? Winky face. Yeah. Winky face. There's lots of winky faces and eyes emojis kicking around this week. What's his uh, contract situation? I don't Talk know. amongst yourselves. Ben's going to Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure if he is available again, I'm sure they would love to have him back again. If he's the, half the player he was um, there, then I'm sure we would. But yeah, yeah, might not. Might not be the same player. Might not. Might be too good and go upper division. Don't know. Yeah. Depends how bad that injury is, doesn't it? Yeah. If it is a bad injury and say Ben finds out that his contract's up at the end of the season, Ipswich may give him a new one to, you know, get him yeah. through cover. So there's that sort of those things at play. Um, they He had his option to extend his contract by a year at the start of next, at the start of last season, this season just gone. So it is up for... He will be. Um, he will be a free agent. He will be a free agent. Yes, agent Agbaji. Agent mm. Agbaji. Mm. Well, I think we can do worse. Yeah, absolutely. I, no, I, I think bad. we have. I think we have done several times. <laughs> yeah. like, like Charlie Wakefield at right back. Um, I was thinking, Christ, we've got through some players. Mm. We've yeah. got through a lot of players. Um, we're back up to seven loans. No sooner than we were we down that we're Yeah, well keepers one keepers moan and Jack Clark. Well yeah. yeah. How many have we got through now? Loan right. players. I'm sure no. it's on Wikipedia somewhere. I'm just saying Matthew Gravosi feels a long time ago. Yeah. Good. I've got a spreadsheet. <laughs> I've got a spreadsheet. Yeah, how's your spreadsheet looking? Uh so Grant Smith. Shory Johnson, Morgan, oh, no, we're going to do that. Okay. Max Hunt. Have you got your counting pterodactyl, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> Owen Bevan, Ben Richards, Everton, Jamie Record, Josh Staunton, Lawson Diath, Matt Worthington, Charlie Wakefield, Andrew Oliwabori, Alex Fisher, Malachi Linton, Jordan Maguire-Drew, Charlie Cooper, Jordan Young, Jack Clark, Ryan Law, Edwin Agbaji, Josh Hours, Seb Palmer Holden, Jordan Stevens, Will Dawes, Ollie Haste, Toby Stevens, Ollie Olver. Matty Gravosti, Jamie Andrews, Anthony Giorgio, Jimmy Torre, Sam Perry, Alfie Pond, Callum Rowe, Finley Crask, Sam Pearson, Louis Britton, Drake Scrimshaw, Ewan Clark, and the new guys who I've not mentioned. Um, so, started, ones, yeah. of all of those, 45, 44, 43, 42, 41 players. Oh, my God. Oh, that, includes, that includes Max Evans as well. 41 players. And there's more because I haven't included Harriet. Law. Oh, no, I didn't say Law. Freckleton, Harriet. And Sidney Bath. Griffiths. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's pushing 50. That's ridiculous. No wonder we are where we are. Even the pterodactyl looks surprised at that one, I say. <laughs> the pterodactyl's never counted so high. Look <laughs> at the shock. Look at the uh, shock on that. Not a dinosaur's face. It's a pterosaur, is that right? Mm, correct. Yeah, you were listening. I was listening, yeah. You were yeah. listening. I always listen. Should we look ahead to Saturday? Yeah. And the visit of Bromley, our arch nemesis for no reason whatsoever other than Reese Murphy crashed into their goal. Their imagination, yeah. <laughs> Highlights include wonder goals from Charlie Wakefield and Tom Knowles. Mm. Gabby and Gabby Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> Gabriel, don't call me Gabby Rogers. <laughs> um, they're bang out of form. Yeah, they're a bit hit and miss, aren't they? Just, it's just classic mid-table National League form they're in, it feels like. 
last win was away at Torquay. So they do like going to the lower teams. They are the absolute middle of the middle. I'm just looking at the home and away form. They could not be middle more middle if they tried. Yeah, and that's what that's one of those where now you think, are these the games where if they're on their holidays on the beach already, are we going to be able to pick something up because okay, we're coming towards the end of the season? Injuries. People might be thinking about their summer holidays and not wanting to spend it in a cast, <laughs> in a Glover's cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't want to spend summer in the Glover's cast. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, how many has Michael Cheek scored this season? That's the real question. Scored the other night, didn't he? Ten. That's at least one. He does like to score against us as well. Uh, they they do have two strikers in double figures. Because if Cheek doesn't get you, Adam Marriott will. Adam Marriott, that's right. Yeah, and he scored. Didn't play against Wrexham, though. Didn't right. get the, Is that their wasn't, last game. Wasn't in the squad. Okay. Well, they lost yeah. against York. We lost against York. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Cheek didn't play. Uh, did play against us in that four-one winner, but he didn't score earlier in the season. That is. Omar Swamney is their third top goal scorer with eight. Is he? Oh, is, we got Big Byron coming back, isn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and uh, son of Dennis. I wonder if Dennis will be there. That'd be good. Mitchell Burkamp. Oh, yes. Burkamp. Of course. They've got a player called Dennis as well, haven't they? So I did think you meant that. Louis. Louis Dennis. He scored, he scored twice. twice. Yeah. Jinx. He did, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, well. Don't really know much about Bromley other than they don't have a supporter to come on and talk to us, really, do they? No, no. Or did, us. Yeah, did they have one that got angry about us? Yeah, what, um, no, that was Wilson. Oh, that was Wilson, was it? Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, we always make people angry. I, no, I think they just couldn't find one. Yeah, yeah, that's always been the problem. Yeah, I did try to find one, but Small yeah. Club, small club mentality. Well, that's it, yeah. They've got no fans. Got no fans. <laughs> got no grand. They've got ground to be. So, yeah. You want some? Yeah. I'll give it you. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Bromley on Saturday. You can watch it, can't you? I think, Ben, you've you've done the Googling, the Wikipedia-ing. Yep. National TV, because we are in a international break zone, so the three o'clock Saturday rule does not apply. Okay. You can not only pack the park, but also pack the virtual park. Man. Hashtag pack the virtual park. Mm. And you can pack the park for a tenner. You can in yeah. every single game this season. Rest of the season, £10. And if you've got a season ticket, you can bring a mate, can't you, I think? Even better. So all the dads who've bought their son's season tickets because they're cheap are all going in for free the rest of the season. And they're Exciting. Okay. I think that's good, though. That's a, you know, it worked for the Eastleigh game. Got mm. people through the door of the evening and now we've got, we're getting into that kind of clocks go forward. Everything's a bit lighter. Oh, yeah. When does that happen? Sunday? This weekend. Ooh. Is it? Well, yeah. Does that mean we get more time in bed or less? Less time. Oh. <laughs> and we're parents, so it's a double whammy. Yeah. Speaking it's less time than we already get. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think things will, you know, it gets to that part of the season where the sun comes out, doesn't it? And People start going to games in their shorts and t-shirts. Get a bit of sunburn on the terrace. Something times. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I'll be getting a sunburn watching it on the TV. But um, no, uh, depends, how, depends how bright the TV is. Well, that's true. Yeah. Or if you're next to a window. Is your sofa next to a window? Sorry, I froze for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I and, and my internet connection is unstable again. I froze, so I, I just didn't know what, what 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 you said. So, whatever it was, I missed it. It didn't look like you froze, but it looked like you were just very still. But you knew something. Uh, yeah, I, I I could I couldn't see the two of you moving or hear what you said. So, whatever it was, I'm sure it's hilarious. Uh, it I was. said, is your is your sofa next to a window? And oh, I, um, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, there we yeah. go. So you could yeah. get some. I could get some, Ben. You're absolutely right. Okay. I do apologize. 
That's, it's fine. Perfectly. Right. I shall, I shall, I shall oil myself up before watching Oval. <laughs> There's Some a vision. Kind of oil, there is a vision. Yeah. You okay, Ben? Uh, just. Are you googling again? I'm not. I'm not googling anybody being oiled up. Okay. It's not um, a thing. Questions? Not about oiling up. Nope. No. Okay. Uh, Dave, I've not got Facebook open. Oh. Right. Okay. Let me let me let me open Facebook. My 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 network is increasingly unstable, so I'm going to try my best. <laughs> okay. That's all we can ask. That's all we can ask. You try your best. That's all we've got. I'll go to Twitter and start firing them mm. off. Uh, John Tosaurus asks if you could bring if you could only bring in one realistic player in any position to change our season around favorably, who would it be, and why is it almost certainly a striker? It is a striker. Who's the player? It's you and Pollock. <laughs> Dave, where is he? Um, I can't. I can't think of a strike. Well, uh, let's say that Aqua. What about the Aqua? Let's get. Let's get him in. He cost us an absolute bomb, but let's have him. I'm a Barbie Yeah. Okay. Um. You can only choose one injury injury prone player to have played his whole career injury free. Which YTFC player do you pick? That's from Dan Cabell. Lawson Diab. That's a good one. That's a good one. That would be my player because if Lawson Diab didn't have injuries, he would be a a very very high quality midfield player at this level. Um, and <laughs> I'd argue if Lawson Diaz didn't have injuries, he wouldn't be over there. But yes, can I, I go with one that's not wasn't injury prone but suffered a bad injury in Adam Stansfield? Because mm. I'm with him that first year. Imagine the difference he would have made. Yeah, we didn't exactly do badly without him, but no, but we may not have needed. Um, mm. It's weird, isn't it? Because we might not have needed Kevin Gaul and we might not have needed. It was like a real sliding doors moment if Stansford doesn't get that injury. Mm. Does Kevin Gould come? And 20 years later, do we have a Legends game? All of those things. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I would, I would, it would have been interesting to see what would have happened that season if Adam Stansfield had not had that leg break. You got a player, Ben? Mm, I don't think I do. I think Lawson is a great shout, though. Really is. Always agreed with you, Dave. There you go. He's always, not told me I'm always, wrong. Always but one, agree with Dave. I always agree with Dave. Can I just say that when when my internet freezes, Ben is getting caught in increasingly amusing um, poses, which I've I've screenshotted and I'm going to send them to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the cover for. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, there's one with a pterodactyl, which is fantastic. Even if I do say them myself. <laughs> yeah. um, Robin Bachelor. Asks, have we signed players in the areas we needed to strengthen the most? Yes, on the pitch. <laughs> no, because we need a striker. But we have a striker. Do we not? We've we've signed Rio Griffiths on why the... why are we overlooking the goal machine that is Alex Fisher? Because he's not a goal machine. Oh, okay. Malachi Linton scored last time out. Get him up. One in one. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't on, miss last time out <laughs> on a roll on that pitch. You could have done. Jeez, um, on a roll. Uh, he starts Saturday. Got it. Glover's on a roll. Yeah. Uh, Liam says, "Do you think we've made a mistake missing out on so many potential striker signings? Uh, Bennett to Scunthorpe, Nubile to Torquay, Row to you. <laughs> you play to Torquay. This is a question I asked before, wasn't it? Oh yeah, so it is." And I said, no, I don't think it is because I'm not sure any of those players are goal machines. But now watch me be proved wrong as they all score hat-tricks on their debuts. Yeah. Frank Nuble suddenly becomes a goal scorer. Yeah. He's never been in his entire career. Yeah. Other than football manager. Um, Dan Cabell, another one for Dan. Do you know the relationship between Matt and Paul? Obviously in business together, but have they said how they know slash met each other. Don't know. I'm sure you can. They haven't. I'm, I'm not sure I've heard anybody say anything about how they know each other. Um, sure, we wildly speculate? 
Go on. No, I'm just I'm asking, should we? Oh. Um I think what? they met on the top of a mountain and a ski resort sharing Jaeger bombs. There you go. Rhyme. Who do you think drank the most Jaeger bombs? Paul Saki? Or oh, Saki? definitely. Yeah, he's a rugby player. It's ingrained in him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't Paul Saki sell like really posh cars? Or didn't he in the previous incarnation of his professional life? <laughs> oh, maybe. If he yeah. did, maybe the Ugla family bought like 100, really Maserati, 100 Maseratis off him. And then they just became bezies. Didn't Glenn Collis sell fancy cars? I don't think so, no. <laughs> Neither do no, I. It's a different it second-hand car salesman you're thinking of. We can all make a website that looks like we sell fancy cars. Um, Martin Lee says, with the news of Ben Foster signing for Wrexham... It's a true underdog story up there, you know. <laughs> really oh. is an underdog story. Yeah, I've got no idea. Um, which player... Should Yeovil coax out of retirement for a nine-game hurrah? <laughs> Warren Patmore. Hello, Mesut. Yeah, higher. Oh, you're going for you're going what? for genuine, real big players. Yeah, I th- still think I'd add Warren Patmore over Mesut Özil. Yeah, we've got players like that. He's a luxury. We don't need a luxury player like Mesut oh, Özil. Okay. We need a we need someone who can just score in any situation. I'm 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 giving Meza Urza a chance in the National League. I I wouldn't. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely wouldn't, Ben. I watch quite a lot of Meza <laughs> What is Gareth Bale up to? Playing golf. I think he could have a quick round of eighteen at Yeovil Golf Course. We don't need wingers. But again, though, at this level, I'd be okay with it. Don't I? Just saying. Pick a Yeovil player. What are you a former Yeovil? Kevin Gall. Kev, if you're listening, mate, come on. I don't believe neither of you said Jeffo. Okay. I can't I... believe you didn't say Howard Forrington. Well, yeah. I, I, I my, my, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Howard. I do apologise. <laughs> He's, He's not t- listening. He's going to text him. <laughs> yeah. Howard, I, I was on a podcast tonight and I didn't say your name I... on those. I didn't mean it. I really, I didn't mean it. <laughs> uh, Jordan says you walk into Lidl and a fresh and the fresh bakery section welcomes you. Mm. What are you going for? Oh, straight to the pretzels. Absolutely smashing the back doors off a pretzel. <laughs> they Love have, a pretzel. They have back doors. Uh, but they, they, they don't have to. I've smashed it. <laughs> Do pretzels have back doors? <laughs> There's the title, Dave. What, what are you? Uh, uh, I'm going for a cinnamon swirl with a um, <laughs> with a with an icing topping. Are you smashing the back doors off of it? Uh, if you like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how about you? <laughs> I'm going to go for one of the donuts that's got a bit of filling in it. My it won't do after you smash the back doors. <laughs> my wife loves a, my like my wife. Don't loves, don't, don't say no. it. Don't. don't. My wife loves one of those Portuguese tarts. <laughs> she does. I have to come back from Lidl with a Portuguese tart. Is she in the room, Dan? No. <laughs> Don't let her hear you. Yeah, one side of that conversation. <laughs> she hears one side of that conversation. Is that you have to come back from little with a Portuguese tart? <laughs> oh dear, that can't be a title or Ben's uh, Ben's marriage is <laughs> over. <laughs> what's this? What's this title about? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Oh. Um, former Glovers Cast Quiz Champion Rob Manley has promised four top players on Saturday by the owner, pulling the trigger and getting the checkbook out prior to the summer. Ended up with two wingers and an on loan centre back. Yet we needed a striker and a centre midfielder. Is it okay to feel a bit underwhelmed by what we've got? It's okay. It'll be okay. Have yeah. a Portuguese tart. I mean, just take a moment. You're okay. I do admit I, I feel a bit underwhelmed by by what we've got, but equally, um, it was mentioned a couple of times about shop. Um, well, what were we shopping in a shallow pool, fishing in a shallow pool, dabbling in a shallow pool. We were doing it all today, I think. So, um, so yeah, I think we've got to realise where we are and 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 what is available and. 
whilst it's disappointing, it's probably very realistic as well, isn't it? So all, all those shallow pool-based water swimming references, we've got a fisher. And a pollock. And a pollock. We're fine. Okay. And it's back training as well. So we oh, might bah. we might get to see, you know, see a bit of him too. See if he uh, make a splash. <laughs> very good. Um, yeah, I think it's I think, you know, I felt underwhelmed on on Tuesday. Um but come five o'clock on Saturday, it might be a totally different story. Like, think, massive dub until you see them play like it's that whole thing you can't get too excited about those signings because on you know the, the evidence we've got we have not seen them at all but you know after we've seen them play we might be um able to get excited about it I just don't want to use youtube highlights as evidence of someone being good at football yeah so i'm jake scrimshaw based on Highlights on whatever that software. Why Scout? Yeah. <laughs> How did that go? Um, Chris Sweet says, are these signings Coopers or Ugler slash Sackies? Well, from what they've said, sounds like a combination of the two, doesn't it? I, I would suggest that Ugler slash Saki found some of these players or had the contacts in their network that um, found some of these players. But as um, Matt Ugler said, he had the final say the manager was involved in that discussion so in reality it's all three of them and others by the sounds of it mm-hmm. and we know that Mark has said that he had given it's Mark again now right? yeah. <laughs> we know that old Koopy boy had given the stewards a list to take yeah. to little <laughs> and see what they could find in the bargain basement didn't bring back a Portuguese tart. <laughs> yeah. No, they did Walking bring back with a... Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Adams asks, "Who do you think the possible second signing was?" Oh, was right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> uh, I think. I I think we were in for the Nuble. Yeah. Yeah. And what got outbid? Uh, possibly, yeah. Do you think Aqua as well? I feel like all the noise that was going on on social media in the week, it felt like people had been... Somebody knew, did they? ...fed a couple of things, and the eyes emoji will forever come back to haunt them. I don't know. I think people just look at goals, um, goal, top goal scorers and think of players that are, are clubs that aren't going to go down and aren't going to go up and then draw conclusions from there, don't they? Yeovil Town social media has got a bit funny recently and there. There's been a few new accounts pop up. Yeah. And a bit anonymous stuff and I think pinches of salt are required on some of them. Add your seasoning as appropriate. Right, that's all the Twitter, Dave. Okay, well, there's a few on Facebook. Um, Most of them are from Spolders, aren't they? Pardon? Most of them are from Spolders, aren't they? uh, Yeah, almost all of them are from (laughs) Spolders, yeah, Um, who's uh, kind of asked a question and then answered it himself because, oh, no, actually, no, I tell a lie. So Chris Angelo has asked a question, which Spolders inadvertently has answered as well. Um, So Chris Angelo, in more words than this, but asks, is Mark Cooper going to be our manager long-term? Does he have a long-term future of the club? If it keeps us up, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Spolders, who obviously thinks that he doesn't have a future of the club, says, who will be the new head coach in the summer? A young up-and-coming name or an established head coach? Well, that's... I, I see, I, I don't... The, the more... The closer we get to the end of the season, the less I think that Mark Cooper will be the manager next season. And why did you say that? This is great audio. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's frozen now. This isn't me, is oh. it? Oh, I think. Is he? He's is frozen, he gonna... yeah. What, no, a he's... Cliff... what a cliffhanger to he leave us on. definitely frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, call, call him Elsa because he has frozen. <laughs> That's it. He's gone. Oh, no. He's on the wrong Wi Fi. 
Yeah, he is. Okay, well, um, if we, we, if we, we will never back, know. We'll never we, know. We, we'll, we'll never know. Um, or we'll, we'll come back. But I have screenshotted um, Ian's face there, so we will know what he looked like when he was about to break I, that shocking revelation. I think that the Cooper thing, which I'm not even sure is a thing, no. is dependent on what division we're in, whether yeah. that's one way or the other. Um, from their side, from Mark's side, from Cooper Coop's side, or from the football club side, I'm not sure which way it round it goes, but I, I think it depends on what league we're in. Because it, dropping to National League South would mean an almighty change. Not just a couple of little things would change. No. A whole ethos of a football club would have to change. Mm-hmm. Because suddenly we'd be there to be shot at as probably the... We, would, we, would we be the only full-time team in that division? Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple of others? Maybe but, a couple, but I can't think of too many. But we would be everyone's cup final. Mm. And everyone yeah. would turn up and give an extra 10% against us. And it would be tough to get out of. Yeah, well, I remember that season we went down to regional football back in the 90s. It was it was exactly that. Um, and we were everyone's cup final. And we used to take, you know, hundreds of people away, which was just mm. completely unheard of in that division. And, um, yeah, it took us two seasons to get out of that. We finished, I think, fourth in the first season and yeah. um, won it the second season. But, but yeah. it, So it would be a very different and a lot of good players would go, well, I'm not playing nationally south for nobody, yeah. so I'm off. Um, so things would change and that might include coaching staff and behind the scenes, how it looks and budgets would drop and the pool of players from which we're fighting with would drop, which is why I'm so glad we've got longer term deals for yeah. KMP and Cooper and uh, Charlie, that is, and or, you know, the Jordan Stevens, Jordan Young, for example, we've got them for more than just this season that should the worst happen, we are in a position to try and do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, charge, uh, yeah, get a fee for them or, or, or keep Yeah, them exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, there is another question from Spoulders here, which was Will we keep Smith, Staunton, and the Ginger Perlow, which I assume is Matt Worthington? Um, any other pre Ugla players worth retaining? Again, it depends what division we're in. Yeah. So, assume we stay up. If we stay you up, keep all those three, wouldn't you? Absolutely, yeah. you do. Yeah. I think the only one we guarantee that to still would be within contract is it's Josh Daunton. Yeah, yeah. I think if we go down, you make offers for the other two and know full well that they'll probably both turn it down because they'll both be neither of them are going to be short of offers, are they? Let's be honest. I wouldn't have um, said no. So, um, I, I'd keep them all three ugler players. I'd, I'd got, keep Morgan you, Williams, yeah, Morgan Williams record. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would keep um, Jamie record. Bit of an older head. Owen Bevan, but yeah, I think he's going to go somewhere else, isn't he? Yeah, that's um, not going to happen. Diaf? I don't know. No, it depends I on that injury, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I just don't know. Lawson Diaz fully fit all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Mm. But I just don't know. Alex but, Fisher? Yep, yeah, I really would. I think he needs Alex the right Allen. partner. I think that Fisher needs the right partner alongside him but I think he's absolutely got a point to uh, a part to play I absolutely do in fact he's on a two and a half year deal is he is he okay yeah I think he is Linton Linton's got a little bit of work to do in these last nine games and I'm not sure it's all uh, his doing as to why he hasn't had much time but I think he is definitely um, definitely someone that that has a, a a future if he can make something happen in these last nine games yeah I think that might be all the pre-Ugla um, players that we've got. And we've got Ian back. So, hi, hi, Ian. Sorry about that. When did I cut off? Uh, just when you were about to drop some some bombshell about uh, that you increasingly thought that uh, Mark Cooper would not be manager next season. Uh, did I, Did you hear me say I've just got a feeling in my bones? No. Oh, no. Was that it? I just, I, and I also went on to say before I realised that everything was not working. Uh, that he feels to me like he's a manager rather than a head coach type manager. Um, and I think if that's the way we want to go, then everyone needs to be singing from the same hymn sheet and achieving by unity. We won't get anywhere pulling in different directions. Overachieve by unity, if anything. Yeah. Let's not do that. Um, and that's the, and like that's the thing, right? We've been doing the same thing for however many seasons. 
we need to change it. And I get that changes change can be uncomfortable, um, especially when like you have a like, major organizational change and different structures and things like that. But in the long term, if it's setting up the club for the better, then I guess we all have to jump on the stewardship. All aboard. All aboard. Which we should say, we kind of haven't touched on it, but Matt did say 24 to 48 hours and he should be able to announce something that it's done, that the ink is dry. Quite what pen they've been using for it to still be damp. I don't know, but the ink might well be dry over the next 48 hours. But Yeah, by the time they kick off against Bromley, maybe. That'd be nice. Philip, wouldn't it? Um, uh, so there is a, another question from Spalders, who's just gone crazy with his question. I think he must have double double Red Bulls or something he's been on. Um, if we retain National League status, so Ben, you can't say it depends what division we're in. Mm. in this hypothetical, we are in the National League next season. Good. What sort of budget are the new stewards looking at spending in the summer? One bazillion pounds. I reckon that we, we spoke the other week, didn't we, about um, Spalders obviously didn't hear that one, but um, um, like being Woking or Chesterfield kind of levels of money. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, you you looking at the league and if one of Wrexham or Notts County don't go up, then you're going to have to spend to compete. And there's sort of that playoff level, those playoff level teams that, spend a lot as well and I think I imagine next season it will still be two up we won't probably won't get to three up just yet um yeah you're gonna have to spend to compete yep um Gary Cabell says can you get some decent coffee in the tea bars not up to us um unpopular opinion I like coffee that isn't decent like I buy the cheap stuff oh okay like the value stuff all right. That's the coffee I have in my house. You'd love Which it, Acreage Park. Weird, isn't it? But it's too. There's a nice, uh, there's a nice coffee place in town called Finca, which is a. Um, are they sponsoring us, or are we just giving? I don't know. There's, free uh, yeah, there's a shop in Dorchester as well, but they do nice coffee. That if anyone wants to. Okay, so if you want decent coffee, coffee Gary, go somewhere else before. Go to Dorchester. Dorchester. <laughs> <laughs> there's one in Yeovil too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. They've got a shop in Dorchester as well. Oh, okay. Um, and finally, Chris Angelo says, I'm going to read this one carefully because I've read it twice and I, I kind of confused myself. But um, new signings are always described as being unveiled. Mm. Is there any other context in which the word unveiled would be used to describe presenting a new thing? A statue. Yeah. Formula One car. When they whip it's, the thing off. Yeah. Because uh, unveiled means taking the veil off something, right? Yes. Yes. I hope I've answered I've asked that question correctly because I don't understand it. Don't 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 the government unveil plans a lot of the time? Yeah. Plans that they don't really see through often, but they, they unveil them. Is there any other context in which the oh right, so so I think he's saying, is there any other context? So could you use the word unveil to present something in any context other than taking I, the veil of something? I I think Ian and I got this a while ago. I think we've understood this question. <laughs> Is this a joke? Because if it no. is, I... <laughs> no, no. The word unveiled—it's just a normal word in the English language. Uh, past tense of unveiled—it's the past participle of unveiled, if I'm not mistaken correctly. Um, yeah. You unveil a new piece of artwork. Banksy unveils something. Should we leave it with Dave struggling to read this no. question? I mean, I understand the question. I just don't understand how there could be standing more than at one the altar with your new wife, and you yeah. unveil. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Have we answered that for you, Dave? Or um, I, you know? I mean, yeah, I'm just going to generally be confused. But um, okay. Chris will be will decide whether you answer that or not. So, Chris, let us know, or let them know. I'll just be here being confused. By right. the pterodactyl. Yeah. Okay. That cool? That's huh? all. That is, that is everything. We are we are back on Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, Sunday for Monday, when we will be talking about the visit of Bromley. Um, and, and we don't have another midweek, do we? Another blank midweek after that. Yeah, the next one's South End. 
Yeah, safe end on the tally. Right, well, Ian, enjoy your co-commentary. Ben, enjoy watching on a stream. And Pterodactyl, um, good luck counting, whatever you are counting. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil.